So I'm recording this audio for my friends and for myself and for others who I feel could really benefit from this process that I'm learning about. Um, it's called, I don't know what it's called, but I'll tell you what I'm calling it. Um, I gotta get to the front of it, the top of the clearing. So anytime you feel anxious, off, irritated, mad, sad, um, anytime you don't feel good, you're making up stories. Right? And then you, not only are you making up stories, but you're believing certain stories, right? So there's five parts to this. Um, and my, my friend Mark kind of explained this or showed me this. And uh, it's, I really feel like this is a, a breakthrough kind of thing, a tool that could be really useful. I know for me, if I really use this tool and I look at all the parts of my life and, and just actually do this work, like actually sit down and do the fucking work, stop running away stop like avoiding the looking at the painful parts you know and, and some of this is like not knowing how to deal with it this is giving you a tool or a framework an actual practical way of what to do about these things versus just knowing that you got this work to do and you're overwhelmed with what or how to do it i think this gives you practical steps that you can work towards so anyway here's the five parts um Number one is, you know, when you're talking about why you feel bad about something, um, part one is what happened, right? This is what happened. What are just the facts? Without any extra description, you know, like for example, my car was broken into last night, or my partner's on a work trip in Miami, or my co-worker was promoted to a new position, or my spouse filed for divorce. Right? These are the things that literally happen. There's no additional anything to it, right? Just the facts. Um, then part, so then you're gonna go ahead and like write out what that, what is, what are the facts, right? What happened? Um, then you're gonna write down all the stories about what happened, all the stories I'm making, making up about what happened, right? So you could use, I am afraid that dot 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 so I'm afraid that my car was broken into last night so I'm afraid that I'm not gonna be able to pay my rent because I don't know um, how I'm gonna get the money to fix it right or uh, my partner's on a work trip to Miami I'm afraid that uh, they're gonna be cheating on me with somebody else um, my co-worker was promoted to a new position is like well I'm afraid that uh, I did my best and it wasn't good enough and I'm never gonna succeed in my life because other people always catch breaks and I don't ever catch breaks Right? You can also say, I made up the story that, so for example, um, my coworker was promoted to a new position. It's like, I made up the story that they are better than me. Or, you know, for my partners who work going on a work trip in Miami, it's like, I made up the story that um, my partner's being shady and they can't be trusted. Or I'm just waiting for something bad to happen. Right? It, it, they're bound to cheat on me, right? Um, so that's part two. Write down the stories, and, and this is the this is like the long part. Uh, well, it's all a long part, but it's gonna take work. Like you're gonna sit there and write out, I'm afraid that, I'm afraid that, I'm afraid that, over and over and over. I made up the story that, and just keep going until you can't come up with any more stories, right? Um, then you have to understand that part three is all of these stories have a payoff. Right? There's something that you receive from believing these stories and these thoughts. And while you may not think that, like, well, why would I, you know, what's the payoff for me thinking that my 
person is going to Miami to cheat on me. Well, the payoff is, could be that um, by believing these stories, um, I get to be right about this. Or the part of me that, you know, for example, the payoff for believing these stories in my hypervigilant side gets to be right and to protect myself from more pain. Or I get to be justified in being so anxious all the time. Or the payoff is that my belief around um, the opposite sex is they're always sneaky and liars and they'll always cheat on you or they'll eventually hurt you, right? That, that, those beliefs get validated, right? They're trying to protect you. Um, I get to be justified in being so depressed and letting my life spiral out of control. That's something you could say. Um, maybe the untrusting part of you gets to be right. Or you get a reason to close your heart and not be vulnerable and run away from what scares you or vulnerability, right? Um, I get to retreat and hide. I have an excuse to run and hide. Um, another payoff could be I get to be a victim of betrayal or loss or I get to be a victim itself, right? Um, I get to have a story that reinforces my self-worth of not being good enough, right? These are all payoffs, right? Whether they're good or not, there's something that's in you that's trying to protect you and then it's trying to be validated and these stories, by believing these stories, it's, going to, try, it's, it's a fucked up attempt to try to protect you, right? I get to avoid the scariness of having uh, to love with my heart, not my head, right? These are things that you could say. Um, I get to build a wall around my heart or I get to be justified in having a wall around my heart, or I'll be humiliated and, shame, and shamed and that validates a part of me that says I deserve to be treated like this, right? So that's all part three, the payoffs. Then part four, this is the big one for me, uh, that really hit me, was these are the prices that I pay for believing these stories. And it wasn't the part that I pay the price, it was the additional parts, right? You would say, this is the price I pay for believing these stories. Yada, 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 right? This is the price that me and my partner pay when I'm believing these stories. And then explain those. This is the price my kids, my daughters will pay when I'm believing these stories. That was the really big one. Like, what is this thing that's not related to my daughters costing my daughters? What is this thing related, not related to my friends costing my friends, right? So this is the price that my, pay, my friends pay when I'm believing these stories. This is the price the whole world pays when I'm believing these stories right, or my community pays, right, so the price that I pay for believing these stories is that I'm all in constant fear and anxiety, right, or the price that I pay for believing these stories is that I'm heavy and sad all the time, the price that I pay for these stories is that I'm unable to focus or show up in my life fully, right, um, you could say for your kids, right, or your friends, the price that my friends pay for me believing these stories is that they always have to see me suffer and, and try to cheer me up because they care about me. Or the price that my friends pay for, for me believing these stories is that they don't have a friend who can be there for them when they have needs, right? That I don't have the capacity to, to be there for them if I'm believing these stories. Um, the price for me and my partner, the price that me and my partner pay for me believing these stories is that there's strain on the relationship or there's a sense of unsafety. There's an atmosphere of mistrust, right? Um, Another price that you and your partner could be paying is that it costs you intimacy and closeness, right? Because you're believing these stories. There's a lot of stories that, there's a lot of cost to these stories, right? Um, for the daughters or children, right? The price that my daughters pay for me believing these stories is a distracted, unfocused dad who's not able to show up the way that he wants to or the way that they deserve, right? The price that my daughters pay for me believing these stories is less time and attention from me. Um, the price that my daughters pay for me believing these stories is 
getting similar wounds that I have and to have them feel and experience the same thing and to suffer the way that I am, right? Because I'm creating, I could be creating the attachment wounds that are I'm suffering from, right? This is a huge one that most parents probably pass on unintentionally to their kids is that if you're suffering from, you know, whatever you're suffering from, whether it's like you're, you can't be emotionally available with yourself, therefore you can't be emotionally available with other people, your kids, you may be creating the price that your kids are going to pay are the same kind of dynamics. They're going to repeat that. They're going to suffer from the same things. Um, and so I know I don't want that for my kids. I know nobody wants that for their, for their kids, but we just don't know how to deal with things. We don't know how to prevent these things. And I do believe that doing this kind of work is the way to understand the cost because once you understand the cost, then you're like, oh shit, this belief is expensive. This is costing me a lot. This is costing me me something. This is costing me my friends something. This is costing me me and my partner something. This is costing me my kids something. This is costing the community something. This is costing the world something, right? Because it's, um, you know, how do you show up in the world? You, your light is off. You're not showing up to the best of your fully expressed ability and the world doesn't get the light that you are. The world doesn't get what you have to share. The world gets a lesser version of you. The people that need to hear what you have to share don't ever hear it because you're believing this story that you're not good enough and you're not worthy or you know who are you to share this on social media or who are you to write that book or who are you to go and try to do that speech or TED talk or who are you to do any of the shit that you have in your heart to do, right? There's a cost, it's so fucking expensive. And so when I realized how expensive it was, it was like, wow, okay, I need to do something about this belief, right? Because it's robbing me. Whether or not, right, whether or not the thing that you're believing is true, like for example, like let's say, oh, my partner's going to Miami and they're gonna cheat on me. That's something that you're believing. If that's true and it does happen, right, and they are being unfaithful, it's still costing you so much more than the event of them cheating on you would cost, right? That, that's gonna hurt, that's gonna cost you something, right? But it's already costing you before it happens or without your knowledge of it happening, so it's extra cost. And um, I don't know, there's something there that I haven't fully unraveled there, but I, I, I feel like you almost cause these things because you're living them anyway. Like whether or not it's true, if you're experiencing it, it's true for you, right? Whether or not your partner is actually cheating on you, you're feeling like they are or they might or they will. You're suffering through that shit whether or not it's gonna happen or not. And if it's gonna happen, why you wanna suffer through it twice, three times, quadruple, you know, until the truth is revealed, until that comes to light, right? Um, and so then part five finally is these are the new possibilities that I see, right? And so this was, you know, this is like the aha moments that you get from doing this exercise. Like, what are the possibilities? Well, for example, um, you know, let's go back to the partner cheating on you. It's like, well, what if your partner is telling the truth? That's a possibility, right? But because you have all these stories that you're believing, um, that's a less likely outcome. Oh, I feel it, it's my intuition. Oh, it's this and that. It's like, but you don't actually know. And so um, there's the possibility that this person's telling the truth. There's a possibility that, you know, the coworker got promoted. There's a possibility that there's even a better job for you, that this is going to push you to quit and that there's a better job for you to go and find. Um, there's a possibility that, let me go back to the top, you know, for example, um, you know, your spouse filed for divorce 
well, there's a possibility that maybe you can figure out what went wrong so that you never have to live that way again, or you can repair the relationship because you can actually show up and, and own the stories that you're owning, right? Because this is what caused the divorce um, or the desire for divorce, right? Sometimes it's too late and, you know, relationships and people have run their course in your life, but who knows, maybe this gives you the tools to not have this happen to you again. Um, so what are all the possibilities that you see um, out of doing this work? And I think that's a better place to, you know, you're way better off having done these five steps and working through this than you were to begin with, right? Even if you don't have all the answers, you have some form of direction and hope and practicality of like overcoming these stories and owning these stories. Like, I don't think these stories are going to go away right away. You're still going to believe them. You're still going to struggle. But at least you know what they are. You know all the shit that you're telling yourself and believing. And you know the cost. And you get to choose whether or not you want to pay that cost or not for what the outcome is. And so um, this is something I definitely need to do a lot of. I'm doing it with different specific situations that I'm dealing with. I know I need to do it with my whole life. So I need to look at all the areas of my life. What are the stories that I'm telling about my financial situation? What are the stories that I'm telling about my relationship issues? What are the story I'm telling about my relationship with my daughters? What are the stories that I'm telling about every single part of my life? And if you're radically honest, if I'm radically honest with myself, if I did this work, I know that I would not be the same person. And I know that I would be a lot more confident and I would be able to love myself a lot more. And so um, I'm still in the midst of this. I'm still in the deep work of this. And I just wanted to share it with some of you who have been, you know, close to me and like knowing me. Um, I've been really silent and retreated and kind of like, like not wanting to be vulnerable. And um, I've learned some lessons around fear and stepping into that fear and how scary things can be, like even facing death recently. Um, some situations it's made me like okay well you're scared of this you don't want to do this you don't want to be vulnerable like that means that you should do it <laughs> like despite you don't want to do it I don't want to I don't want to do the work I don't want to do this it's like that's why you have to that's why you need to that's you're not gonna go anywhere in your life you're gonna stay stuck even if you think you're making progress in other areas of your life you cannot escape the anchor of your life right so this is the thing that there's things that are anchoring you in your life that are preventing you from going further you might be above the water and flying but you're not going to go anywhere you're not actually going to be free of anything to to really be your fully expressed self unless you actually look at this and we keep finding ourselves in the same positions over and over stuck you know you might be stuck in your financial areas you might be stuck in your spiritual areas you might be stuck in your relationship areas but it's all because you're not willing to deal with unresolved things that you need to address which I do feel like this could be a tool that could help you to address those things and a lot of times you know what we think is related like relationship issues may have to do with our body right and how we treat ourselves and self-love a lot of stuff is self-love but or if we think oh we want to excel in business but we're not willing to look at our spirituality or willing to look at our relationships then you're going to have a cap you're going to have a ceiling you cannot go any higher because you're being anchored to the ground by this thing and life is trying to show you if you keep facing and finding yourself in the same position life is trying to show you like hey i need i need you to look at this right and so i feel like this is a way to look at it anyway um 
that is what I wanted to share about this.